0: what up all you beautiful misfits and rejects out there thank you for joining me for episode 150 of misfits and rejects in today's episode you get an update from me your host chape and Cruder, and what's been going on the last six months since i've been back in california and what's about to come up in the near future as i head back to thailand thank you again for listening i appreciate you showing up every week and joining me for all these interesting and inspirational episodes please if you're a first-time listener hit that subscribe button And throughout the episode, I give you a lot of links that you can go down in the show notes and click on to check out what I'm talking about. Go back and hear past episodes or reach out to me. I'll leave my email address in the show notes. If you want to reach out to me and possibly come on the podcast, possibly sponsor the podcast, or just reach out and have a conversation. I'm always happy to hear from you and learn about you, where you're at in life and what kind of life you're looking to design for yourself. So with that said, Sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with me, your host Chapin Kruder, and an update on what's been going on the last six months since I got back to California. Welcome to Misfits and Rejects, a podcast about the lifestyle design of expatriates, travelers, entrepreneurs, and adventurers. I'm your host, Chapin Cruder. Enjoy. I didn't get in America. With cocaine, there's just always too many guns and too many bad attitudes. I quit the limiting stories. Really try to overcome that fear. And right there, for any of your listeners, a lot of what I was to do in the rest of my life was formulated by the fact I just went and did it. Welcome to another episode of Misfits and Rejects. Today, you get to hear from me, your host, Chapin Kruder, on what's been going on the last five and a half months since I last spoke to you all about my personal life, my goal to design the life of location-dependence from work, my goal to design my life in a way that keeps me on the road at all times, allows me to come home when I need it, when I want to, but not rely on the jobs available to me back in the United States to make a living. I really want to have my cash flows coming in through multiple online businesses, ideally optimizing my systems enough to making at least portions of my business's passive income. And and if you'll remember from episode 127, when you last heard from me, you know, I was really proud of myself in so many ways for accomplishing that passive income aspect. You know, last year, I averaged out the amount of passive income I generated. and I had reached my goal that I had set for myself back in 2014 when I initially set out on this path of trying to make money online, starting my first business online in Thailand. And it took, took virtually five years to make that $500 a month income passively through my online surf course sales, uh, Perfect Your Pop-Up and Learn to Turn, a surf course for intermediate surfers. It's been a long journey. I've learned a lot. And I'm going to keep going, obviously. And this is going to be an update on what's transpired over the last five and a half months and what's about to come in the very near future. So if you recall, it was time for me to come home. After seven months in Asia, I got the call from family, and I was needed. It wasn't dire. Nobody was on their deathbed, but my sister and brother-in-law could use some help with their children, and I was in such a financial situation that it made sense, I think, for all parties for me to come back, live with the family, and help out where I could in exchange for a place to stay and the ability to be with my loved ones and reconnect with family that I hadn't seen in seven months. And I like to do this as often, as often as I can, but it's not always easy when you don't make that kind of money to drop everything and come back whenever you want or whenever you need it. But luckily, I had a very successful seven months in Asia. The group I had connected with, Get Shit Done Group, was instrumental in me uncovering some of the things I wasn't doing very well within the systems I had set up, namely my Funnels that I was driving a lot of my email traffic through once they signed up for my instructional video surfing gifts where I I try to help people understand aspects of their pop-up, aspects of their turn. And really try to give them valuable information in exchange for their email, which then I continually send them as much valuable information as I can in which at the very end, I ask them if they're interested in like the information that I've been sending them to maybe think about purchasing my online surf course, perfect your pop-up and learn to turn. And that course goes deep into the techniques of perfecting your pop-up and then all the techniques that require you to do the type of top turns and turns in general that most of us surfers really desire um, to do as we progress through surfing. And it's not easy. And there's a lot of things that I think go unsaid uh, within the instructional surf world. And we all have our own ways of learning. And luckily, I feel I'm fairly good at you know, uncovering, I think, some fundamentals that by making some fairly simple tweaks, you can see results fairly quickly. So developing the online aspect of coaching has been tremendously difficult as you can intuitively imagine, you know, how are you going to teach surfing online to a customer, somebody who is anxiously trying to get better? Well, I took the approach of initially trying to create videos, instructional videos. If somebody were to send me their footage, then I would analyze their footage and create a little personalized custom instructional video for that individual and send it back to them. For an agreed upon price, of course. And that's been hard to get people to understand the value in. I think that when those have taken the chance on me and worked with me, they can see the results. And I've had many clients come back and purchase more personalized instructional videos for me and developed great relationships. And coming back has been a blessing in some ways because I've gotten to connect with my clients face-to-face and surf with a handful of them here in Southern California, which I think obviously adds value and puts my face to my brand. You know, surf progression techniques up until this point has just been a voice on YouTube. Or if you find my website, uh, you hear my voice, but you don't really see my face. I have one video, I think, where you learn a little bit more about me. But, you know, the in person interaction, I think people really get to see my genuine desire to help Um, people progress. And then that translates into, I think, more trust, which then you know, brings them coming back for more of my service. So coming home has definitely been a blessing in that sense where just, you know, being with my clients out in the water, surfing with them a bunch. I think people now starting to see word is starting to spread about the services I provide. And hopefully that will translate into more online customers in the future as I make my way back to Thailand, which is what's on the horizon in the next month. I'll be heading back to Thailand for another seminar. You know, the last Last year's one, last October, it's been a year, wow, since the last one I was at, was just so helpful, connecting with like-minded people who are, you know, some are course builders, some are doing uh, fulfillment by Amazon, some people are marketing experts, I mean, there's just the whole gamut of different people doing different things online, 99.9% of them making more money than me, but... That's why I'm there. I'm there to learn. I'm there to absorb. I am there to get help. I am somebody who's not ashamed to say, like, I have no idea what I'm doing, even though I have spent the last five years at this. I have learned some things. And it has been great to interact with individuals who are, for example, wanting to learn how to create up their own podcast. I've had a few friends reach out to me, and I've been honored that I was able to help them start their own podcast within the podcasting world doing something that they're really passionate about and sending out messages that I think are really positive. Like you'll be hearing from Josh Canuti coming very soon, the Overcoming You podcast. A uh, good friend of mine, somebody who I think is doing something really special with his podcast. So I'm really excited to share his podcast with you. He'll be on in a few episodes. And then Carly Chivers, she's somebody who is been my business partner for years within the surfing world. We do, we run surf retreats together in Nicaragua and Mexico, and she's decided to start her own podcast as well, the Ocean of Love podcast, where she at this point in time is in grad school studying um, counseling and therapy, and she's going to then use the podcast as a platform to bring on individuals to help her audience understand how to internalize. Certain hardships they might be going through, or uncover, you know, things possibly from the past that are holding you back. Move through those things and forward to the life that you've always really wanted. So I'm really happy for her and Josh as they jump into the podcasting world, which I've now been in for the last three and a half years, which is crazy. You know, Carly was at actually episode number two on my podcast, so I interviewed her three and a half years ago, and she just recently came back on, so you'll hear from her as well, and. You know, I have learned a lot. I guess that's the point of what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like I am a senior in high school and I have a solid foundation of knowledge when it comes to certain aspects of course building, online course building, when it comes to podcasting, when it comes to marketing myself online. Yeah, I have a basic knowledge, something that is definitely going to help me as I continue to create new online businesses, which is definitely on the horizon. Part of the reason I'm going back to Thailand is to lay the groundwork for another online business in which I'll be, I guess, selling more or less health and wellness products. I have a few in mind that I've found in Asia that I really love. They have helped me tremendously. I spoke about them in past podcasts, I believe, which are just some anti-inflammatory herbs that are found in Asia that have really benefited me in some of the fights I've had with uh, skin conditions. I have a skin condition eczema that flares up every now and again. It's quite annoying. I'm sure many people listening right now have it. Um, and this mangosteen husk has been tremendously, tremendously helpful in reducing the inflammation. I think something that a lot of people out there who suffer from inflammation, when it comes to anything through autoimmune or um, gut inflammation or joint inflammation, mangosteen husk is something that is powerful when it comes to reducing that inflammation. And it takes sometimes about you know ten to twelve days to see the results, but. Um, something I highly recommend anybody investigating. Point being that, yeah, in the future, you can expect from me another online business popping up uh, where I provide you know products like that that I'll be importing from Asia, selling in America, all around the world, hopefully. Um, I'm a huge juicer. I love my morning green juices, so I'm thinking about jumping into the uh, selling of juice makers, either notable brands or even designing my own because I have a few ideas of A style in which I think could benefit somebody like me and and the lifestyle that I lead. And definitely more physical products to come with even Misfits and Rejects. Um, As you know, I sell shirts. If you like Misfits and Rejects and you want to represent Misfits and Rejects, i I'm always excited to see uh, a new customer pop up in my feed who's interested in getting a Misfit and Reject T-shirt or tank. I foresee other products coming on my website that will be fun to play with and see if you, the audience, are interested in them. I know that there's a lot of things that are just kind of like one-offs, things that I think are super interesting and very useful uh, to me that I would love to bring to you with the Misfits and Rejects logo on it. Um, So that's where my head's at. And, And the learning process that I've gone through at least has gotten me to the point where I have a basic knowledge of more or less how all these things function. And at now, at this point, I have a network of people that I can turn to thanks to the dynamite circle that are well-versed in it and making very good money in their niches that I can turn to and ask questions if I don't have the, the big picture or I need some help with starting my, for example, uh, fulfillment by Amazon shop or something like that or Shopify or whatever it may be. So That fills me with a lot of satisfaction to be able to say that to you, that I have learned something. (laughs) It's been a tough road in managing expectations. That's for sure. I definitely feel like I should have, could have, would have been a lot farther, a lot faster. Uh, As many of you are maybe towards yourself, I can be super self-critical, can lack confidence, can be somebody who has completely unrealistic expectations of themselves when it comes to the endeavors that I I set out to accomplish. Uh, One thing that I will give myself a lot of credit for is that I'm willing to stick it out and stick through it and just stay with it until I at least get to where I want to go or at least close to it. You know, going back to the soccer years where I was trying to play professional soccer, like so many years and so many moments of wanting to quit and just what am I doing? How is this ever going to be accomplishable considering I kind of got, really passionate about soccer late in the game. And what I'm, learned, what I'm learning or have learned about myself is that that's kind of what I thrive on, throwing myself into something that I believe I can accomplish. I wholeheartedly believe I could accomplish becoming a professional soccer player. I wholeheartedly believe that I can make my life location independent from work with multiple income streams coming from online ventures. And I get into the game at points where with the soccer theme, it was definitely – fairly late. You know, I was 17 when I decided that I had played on and off my whole life, but didn't take it seriously to us. 17. That's very late in the game to become passionate about something that requires so much time and skill and athleticism. But, you know, I made it quite a ways. And then this online game, I think there is no right time to jump into it. I don't think anyone's ever late to the game when it comes to starting, uh, a business or starting something that they're tremendously passionate about. But what is important is that you manage your expectations. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. It's great to have peers around you that are pushing you. Some are succeeding faster than you. Maybe, maybe you're succeeding faster than them. But when you compare yourself to that person who's succeeding faster than you and you're like, well, if if they're doing it, why aren't I? I must not be as good as them. Maybe my content sucks. Maybe I'm not smart enough. That's deadly. That's poison. That's something that we all should avoid. But I still fall into those traps sometimes and do compare myself to some of my peers who I know that they have started the same time as me and they are blowing up. They've monetized, for example, their podcast where I haven't. This is something that I started out with a desire to do and it's been three and a half years and just recently through a friend has offered to sponsor the podcast, which is great. You know, like I'm excited about that Um, as I learn more about sponsorship and what that really means to your podcast, it's scary because I don't want to alienate or detour anybody who loves Misfits and Rejects from continuing to listen. I will obviously always align myself with sponsors that I feel are providing good services, good products, things that are helpful to you in your life, your business, your travels. But at the same time, it's like not wanting to make the audience feel like all I'm trying to do is sell them something. You know, I think from the podcast that I listen to, like Joe Rogan, for example, like everyone knows that Joe Rogan has like six minutes of sponsorship prior to hearing the episode. And that's not something that bothers me. So I'm hoping that won't bother you either. You know, you can just like fast forward through it, you know, jump 15 seconds at a time until you get to the the meat and potatoes of what you're desiring to listen to. So, you know, in the near future, I do anticipate there'll be, you know, sponsors in the, the pre-roll, maybe something coming in on the mid-roll, maybe post-roll as well. Haven't quite decided on how I want to structure, but I'm Thankful that our people are interested in sponsoring me. And if you are interested in becoming a sponsor of Misfits and Rejects, say you have a product or a service that you think is in line with the ethos of Misfits and Rejects, in line with the listenership of Misfits and Rejects, and people who are motivated to design their lives in the way that they've always wanted, well, please feel free to reach out. Please feel free to email me at chapin at Rejects.com and we can discuss a possible sponsor. Sponsorship deal where you sponsor a handful of episodes and we move forward in that direction. But as I said earlier, I will only be aligning myself with things and people I believe in. So you can expect you won't be just hearing me rattle off about some product or service that I don't really believe in or care about. But yeah, going back to coming back to California, you know, it has been positive in so many ways in that just from a family perspective, getting to spend so much time with my niece and nephew and watching them grow and And making sure that at least I am a thought and memory in the youngest mind. You know, he's two and a half and I want him to be three, four, five, ten and always have me in his memories as somebody that was positive in his life. Somebody who cared about him, somebody who was fun to be around and who encouraged him to do anything in a positive way. You know, like this morning, I had him in his little car seat on my handlebars on my bike, and uh, his older sister, who's six, we were riding, you know, in the the dirt bike jump track in the back neighborhood. And it was awesome to watch her rolling around and have him on the handlebars and me rolling around. And uh, that's the kind of influence I want to have to help them understand that. That it's okay to take risks as long as you're making calculated risks. There's nothing wrong with that. That's healthy. Of course, we're going to fall like my niece fell the other day, and she got up and got back on the bike, and I asked her if she wanted to go home. She said no. She wanted to continue on. looked like it hurt, too, but that's the kind of influence I want to be to help them grow into human beings that aren't afraid of taking risks, aren't afraid of challenges, aren't afraid of being hurt, and going out there and designing that life that they've always wanted. That's really important to me. So being home has been a blessing in that way for me because I I know that I'm doing my best. Um, It's interesting to be the uncle and having that influence over them and knowing sometimes when you are disciplining them that it's not actually you disciplining them it's it's what we learn from our parents you know it's that just reaction of them doing something either dangerous that you know they're going to get hurt on or them behaving in a way that is just inappropriate and you want to make it clear that that's not appropriate behavior but that person who's about to discipline them is that voice of your that mother or father my mother and father who you know raised me and that's what we all draw upon we all draw upon those voices in her head and pulling that knowledge from the recesses of her mind. Well, this is how they dealt with it. So I'm just going to react in this way as well, without really taking the time just to respond and respond in the way that we want to, rather than the way that we were disciplined by those that we loved because my parents, I felt did a great job, but there are things that I feel like they could have done better. And I want to make sure that I do my best not to make, the same type of mistakes or not even mistakes or just to be the voice that I want to be rather than just utilizing a voice that 's on autopilot in my head in moments of discipline. very interesting for me to be confronted by that since I really don 't want children, um, but playing that role for the last six months has been a very good learning experience and also solidifying that I definitely don 't want to have children on my own because I have two little kids that I love like they were my own and having them around and thinking about the future with them and showing them the world when they're old enough to come travel with me or live in a place that I'm living is is fulfilling enough for me and I'm happy with that and content. The other thing that's been really good about being home is connecting with the Pat Flynn family, you know, Team Flynn. Pat Flynn was the individual I found online in 2014 when I was home for that year before my mom passed and when I came across his blog, every cell in my body knew that this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to make money online. I wanted to be an online entrepreneur. I wanted to model my business and the way I conducted business like Pat Flynn. He seemingly at the time came across as a very honorable businessman, somebody who did what he said, was genuine, authentic, and it took five years to actually meet him in person. But when I did, yep, I would say that Everything that he portrays himself as online is 100% true. Now, I've never done business with him, so maybe that's a little different when it comes down to contract signing and negotiation. I don't know, but it seems that there's enough evidence out there that the person who is Pat Flynn online and the person I met in person is somebody is the same and somebody, again, I still have tremendous respect for and I'm still trying to model myself in business after because he's doing a lot of great things, a lot of great things for free for anybody who's interested in learning how to podcast, anybody who's interested in learning marketing techniques, anybody who's interested in writing ebooks. I mean, he's got a wealth of free information on his website, on YouTube, and not showing any signs of slowing down and, or changing his business model. He's just a huge giver and somebody that. Get, coming back to California, I've had the opportunity to meet and go to some of his meetups down in San Diego, which he, he hosts once a month down in San Diego. And it's been great. I've, I've learned so much, made new friends, uh, people that I've connected with down there who surf as well. So that's been huge, having these surf meetups with a handful of his fans, I guess you could call them. Some of them are personal friends. Um, again, making my network a little bit bigger with like-minded people. And it's been awesome. So that's been a huge bonus for me being back in California, getting to meet Team Flynn and network with like-minded online entrepreneurs doing sometimes similar stuff as me within the surf world. So thank you, Pat. Still somebody that I'd love to get on the podcast at some point to talk about how you've designed your life so the audience can get to know you a little bit better if they're not going to follow you on your podcast or online. But yeah, this, this last six months has had so many positive things come out of it that I had not expected at all. And that's usually, I think, the way it works when either you're forced to do something, not that I was forced to come home, but life was more or less saying it's time to go home, it's time to be a part of family. The family definitely, I think, needed that support for this time period. And it was important. So sometimes going into those situations, we can drag our feet or wish things were different. But ultimately, you come out of it, if you're willing To be open to it and willing to acknowledge these things, a better person with a lot of knowledge that you didn't know that you were going to have. But the other thing that it made me realize is that I am on the right track and I don't want to make this my primary residence. I don't want to make this my home in that I want to live here 365 days a year or anywhere in America for that matter. America is a huge place with a lot of beautiful towns and people and wonderful aspects to it. But I have such an affinity for being on the road, moving around, setting roots, you know, light roots in a little pueblo somewhere or a, a city, say Hanoi, Vietnam, for a few months. And that's so fulfilling to me. And that's my happy place. That's where I find so much joy in observing cultures, being part of a culture slowly learning their languages because I'm not gifted in that. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm turning 40 this year. In fact, I'm turning 40 next month and I'm so excited for my 40s. It's where I see myself reaping some of the benefits of the last five years of, I guess you could call it study, you know, immersing myself in this online game. Thank God for YouTube and learning so much from all the free information that people provide on YouTube. That is just... Been so helpful. But I see my 40s as, yeah, me growing into this knowledge and seeing some of the fruits of my labor blossom and grow into something that I had always dreamed of. And if it doesn't happen in that way, I think I'm okay with that. Because again, going back to what I said earlier and managing expectations, because I, I think I had expectations that this would have happened a lot quicker, meaning that I would have been more financially viable at this point and it wouldn't still be such a struggle. I know that as I get into my 40s and I go through my 40s that you know I'm willing to try new things within this online space, and I have no doubt that one of those endeavors will fruit into something that makes my life more viable as an online, on-the-road entrepreneur, digital nomad. So yeah, here we go. Swing the bat again. I should probably go through and, and count how many times I have come home, made a little bunny, headed back out again telling myself this is going to be the last time I have to do that. I'm going to make this completely viable so I don't have to do this anymore. And granted, this time I came back 50% because I felt it was the right thing to do for the family. But thank you to them because I also did need that that little cushion to get myself back on my feet, dust myself off, figure out where I went wrong a little bit, tweak a few things, and head back out, head back out again. Back to Thailand, back to uh, DCBKK the biggest event that uh, the Dynamite Circle hosts every year in Bangkok where I'm excited to network with new and exciting people and just see where it goes. I guess I should have a better plan than that because every time I go out with that plan, I seem to always come back. But to be honest, I don't. I just keep kind of following my gut. My gut says go back, give it a go again. Um, I know that because of the relationship I have with my family, my niece and nephew, that I'm going to try to be back more often than I used to be. You know, the, the few years I spent away without coming home at all are probably not going to happen anymore because I want to be a part of their life. I want them to know me by face, by personality. I, I want. I don't want to be, you know, 40 year old Chapin coming back and then all of a sudden I come back and I'm 50 or 60 year old Chapin. They're like, whoa, what happened to Uncle? You know, even with FaceTime now, that helps a lot. Facing t- FaceTime with my little two-and-a-half-year-old nephew when he can barely speak is still the most enjoyable thing of my day in so many ways. Um, But yeah, I won't be be out for as long as I used to go out for. I'm definitely going to design my life to be able to come back more often and spend time here and be a part of the family and, and then head out again. So for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I apologize for not posting that much on Insta. It's kind of a personal time for me and family, so I did my thing. But now that I'm heading back out, you can expect more posts from me on Instagram and kind of track where I'm at, what I'm doing. I give a little bit more food for thought some days, you know, about what I'm observing, where I'm at, who I've been talking to, and just what's going on around me. So you can kind of follow me through Thailand for the next few months. And stay tuned for episodes, you know, 51 through 60 because there's a lot of them that are coming out that are just incredible you know, as I already mentioned, we got Josh Knudy starting his podcast, the Overcoming You Podcast. We have Carly Chivers; she's starting the Oceans of Love, the Ocean of Love podcast. I always mess that up. Another great podcast coming to you from Friends of Misfits and Rejects, and I couldn't be happier for him. So, again, if you have a podcast idea that you just need a little help starting or knowing how i started be more than happy to help you please feel free to reach out you can always reach out to me at chapin at misfits and com. i'll get back to you as soon as i can and do my best to help you there's a lot of great resources if i can't help you with how you want to design your podcast i'd be happy to direct you to all of them are free all of them are tremendously helpful so don't be shy or if you just want to wrap out and talk. You know, you can hit me up always, Chapin at MisfitsAndRejects.com If you want to come on the podcast and talk about your story, if you're an expat living somewhere who's had a really incredible life or designed your life in a really cool way, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. If you're a traveler, if you're an entrepreneur and you're doing something really unique and interesting, or not, and you just want to reach out and, and pitch your idea to me, please feel free to do it. Obviously, anybody who is interested in coming, I will have to make sure that your story is the right theme for Misfits and Rejects on the audience, but I'd love to hear from anybody out there who's interested in just talking, coming on the podcast, or interested in sponsoring Misfits and Rejects. If you have a product or service that you think is in line with the ethos of Misfits and Rejects, possibly very helpful to any, say, traveler, adventure, small business owner, big business owner, or expatriate out there, let me know. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to get Misfits and Rejects sponsored. So Misfits and Rejects at this point in time, you know, it's like 16,000 listeners a month and growing every single week. So that's a huge bonus. And I'm very proud of that. It's taken a long time to break that 10,000 mark monthly, but we're on our way and now it's not really slowing down. So I do anticipate by mid next year, you know, we will be closer to like 40 to 50,000 per month. So that's something I'm really happy to share with you and very proud of. So if you are interested in sponsoring Misfits & Rejects, please reach out, Chapin at MisfitsAndRejects.com. So thank you again for listening. I hope that that kind of paints a little bit of a picture for the last six months for me back in California with family and now heading back out on the road again, swinging the bat again, going to network with some of the beautiful people in the dynamite circle over in Thailand over the next few months, and hopefully you know, putting that puzzle piece in the right place. On my business board, that's going to turn that faucet on of just consistent cash. You know, I definitely have a trickle coming through, something that helps pay bills, but doesn't pay all my bills monthly. And I hope my story and all these episodes and my updates are showing you that it can be done. You know, designing that life that you've always dreamed of can be done. It's a lot of hard work, it's not always going to happen in the time that you want it to happen, but I hope to be that person, that inspiration that. You say to yourself, well, if he can do it, so can I, because I'm an average person of average intelligence, just sitting there daily, seven days a week, trying to figure it out. And I'm not spending 14 hours a day because I don't have that focus, but I am spending it, you know, six to eight at this point. I built it up from when I first started, I would get a headache within the first hour or two and I could only stay focused for an hour. Then it jumped to like two to four hours, then four to six. You know, now I'm like six to eight where I get a lot of focus and a lot of productivity done in that time period. And then I wrap it up for the day. And I'm usually in a very cool place in this world where I get to go out, meet some cool people, have a few drinks and talk about my day, my life and learn something new about some very, very interesting people, namely expats and those individuals out there who have decided to remove themselves from their home country and start something new someplace else that's the bread and butter of this podcast and who I'm always trying to bring on. It's obviously hard when you're in California and I'm not on the road meeting the individuals that really inspire me, motivate me to keep going. But that's why I have, you know, the entrepreneurial aspect, the traveler, the adventure aspect, the digital nomad aspect to it, to keep it interesting and keep it exciting and keep all the different walks of life coming through your headphones every week. So thank you for listening. I think you all are so very beautiful and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Misfits and Rejects. I hope this inspire you to think about your life situation, where you're at, and possibly make a big decision to choose something different for yourself if you're unhappy with where you're at in life. I hope these people that I interview inspire you to go out, spread your wings, and try something new, to live a different lifestyle that maybe your whole life people were telling you was the wrong one, but when in fact it... It's the perfect one for you and I'll see you next time.